known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is the Good News Show. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Good News Show on this very chilly Monday, November 14th. Hope you are doing well. And uh, this is the Good News Show. We go live once every week on Monday, and uh, we tell you what's going on. Uh, the, the good news, the good things that are happening here in North Texas in the local Catholic world. And uh, Cecil is on the other side of the glass there. How are you doing, Cecil? Good afternoon. I am doing fantastically. You know, I was just thinking about all everything how much it just happens in our lives <laughs> and all the things that just since last monday to today uh it's been a week yeah it's been a week we had dr ray come into town we had four different parish talks uh i will say on a, on a, on a serious note I, I did uh lose my dear stepfather on friday uh friday morning and so may if you uh, don't mind, say a prayer for for Jim Brady, my, my stepfather who passed away. His funeral is going to be next Monday, so Cecil is going to be hosting the Good News Show next Monday. So uh, that, that of course, uh, he passed away. May God rest his soul. We had the election. Yeah, of course, that's been dragging on, and who knows when those are going to get uh, get wrapped up. So, anyway, so here we are. The temperature has changed significantly. It's gotten very cold. We got some rain coming in today. So, also William Kirkendall is here. He's our uh, wonderful high school intern. He's going to be joining us here in a few minutes, telling us about some of the events that are happening. And there is a lot going on. Um, I say that you know there comes a time when things start to slow down because everybody just realizes we're getting into Advent and Christmas mode, and so I, I just I love this time of the year because it is typically a time when you can just take a breath and regroup and uh, you know slow down a little bit so we have a lot to talk about and uh, first of all uh, as I mentioned we had four parishes that we visited this past weekend and uh, they are uh, St. Anne's and Kaufman which was visited by Sissel. Mm-hmm. So how'd it go, Sissel? It was great. There was a good reception from all the parishioners who were very uh, happy to see me, downloaded the app, and uh, I think are going to uh, be listening even more than they were before. Oh, good. So that's, that's the awesome. goal, huh? That is. <clears throat> I saw the I saw the, the pictures, the video from uh, the Mass. That's, yes. a, that's a very beautiful church. It's a gorgeous church. Yeah. I, had, I had no idea how pretty it was. It's very traditional uh, uh, cruciform. What is that word? The, cruciform. The, yeah. I was right. Okay, cruciform. Um, and so I got to sit on one of the wings because that was the closest to go up <laughs> to the... Um, <laughs> so that was that was quite fun. Uh, yeah, be- very beautiful. The stained glass and lots of images of yeah. saints. Uh, you know, speaking of beautiful churches, I, I think there definitely is a movement toward building more beautiful churches. Mm. I was out at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Parish in Plano uh, on Friday because we were planning my, my stepfather's funeral with my mom and my sisters. And did you know that they're building a whole new church there? And if no. you go by there, they're like Spring Creek and Independence there in Plano. And if you go, it's, it's, it's quite a ways 
into it. Oh, I are mean, they? I didn't know how far along they yeah, were. Yeah, I, I was shocked. Yeah, because is it on the same campus? Mm-hmm, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of like St. Mark's in Plano, where they have the church on one corner, and then like the social. The, oh, the, the parish the other, hall and things like, like that. On, completely yeah. on a different corner altogether. St. Mark's in Plano has the same same situation. Uh, but yeah, Father Bruce Bradley <clears throat> is the pastor there, and he said they probably will not have their first mass in the new church until, like, next Advent. And so they're looking oh, at, wow. like, a whole year before they're going to open up the new church. But it looks beautiful. It holds, I think he said, about 1,100 people. So looking forward to that. All right, boy, did I go off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and, uh, and just to uh, kind of regroup myself, I want to say that the second half of the program today, because it's the second Monday of the month, uh, we are going to have the wonderful ladies from the Catholic Pro-Life community coming in. And uh, I know that Susan Plant is coming in. I don't know if Geraldine's coming in or not. Maria Machelski is going to be in studio, and we're also going to have Joanne Murray. And you know what the topic is going to be? None other than, you can probably guess it, uh, the Christmas, uh, the, the, Yay. the, uh, the, the market, Christ, Christ Child, Child Market. Oh, yeah, I'm so which is, excited. Which is this Saturday. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so it's coming up this Saturday, the 19th. And so they'll have all the details about that. All right, so, all right uh, Parish Talks. We also uh, went to St. Mary the Assumption in downtown Fort Worth. That's a that's a beautiful church mm. itself. A lot of history. There's been a lot of religious orders that have run that parish. It goes way back. It's a kind of an old-fashioned, kind of traditional type of uh, a church. Uh, Father Wade um, Bass uh, welcomed us to Saint um, uh, Southern Methodist University Catholic masses on Sunday. So thank you very much. Steve Gleason went out there for the for those ma- that mass. And uh, St. Anthony in Dallas, uh, Joseph Miller went out there for the one mass. Uh, That is a predominantly African-American parish. Joseph said almost exclusively African-American. It's uh, probably the highest concentration there. Um, And so so thank you uh, to Deacon Dennis Corbin, who uh, was instrumental in arranging for us to go out there. You know, we have one other parish talk that's scheduled for the first weekend of December. Did I tell you where we're going? Uh, you did not. Okay. You may have, but I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun. Uh, no. St. Gabriel and McKinney. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's Speaking really of uh, relatively new new church and uh, Beautiful. traditional church. So, all right, that is that. And uh, so thanks to all those priests who uh, allowed us in. We do have the car raffle right around the corner at the beginning of January. And... Uh, it's not an understatement to say that just everything changes when the calendar changes. <laughs> I mean, as far as our tempo, I mean, January and February are just out- outright crazy, aren't they? They really are. I was thinking about how the flow of our year goes at the GRN, and uh, I feel like from fall to spring is like our busiest time because mm-hmm. we have all the 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 of the fall uh, parish festivals and all those broadcasts and all that stuff and then yes car raffle super exciting but it'll be great it's gonna be fun yeah we do a lot of live remotes uh, do a lot of parish talks lots I mean, of opportunities to get extra giveaways yeah, yeah lots, of, lots, lots of stuff like that and we are I think 35 parishes in 7 weeks we did last <laughs> year which and means the, we'll do 50 this year uh, yeah we're gonna be on a pace to do a lot more than that so yeah. alright the other thing as I mentioned that we did this past week was the Dr. Ray taping and we knew now last week was going to be really busy and really crazy. But I will say it was very a lot going on, uh, especially Wednesday and Thursday of last week. But everything went off without a hitch. I mean, it was really good, very smooth. Uh, Dr. Ray Grandy, you know, came in on Tuesday with his producer, Dick Russ. We had two tapings on Wednesday, um, 5 and 7.15, two on uh, Thursday as well. 
And it was a lot of fun. And we had about 300 people that came out and watched the tapings. I think I haven't heard a single bad thing. Everybody's had a great time. Uh, any thoughts on how it all went? Uh, takeaways, Sissel? I think it was, uh, like you said, it, it really went off without a hitch. I mean, it was a it was a really busy week or weeks leading up to it. But once it got, they arrived, everything just seemed to go smooth sailing. Uh, and it was just so much fun to see all these people from across the Metroplex come in who all, you know, love Catholic Radio and love Dr. Ray and getting to participate in. And of course, you know, Dr. Ray is always a hoot and keeps everyone very entertained. I had a fun vantage point because I was in the back being the floor director. So I got to kind of see everyone um, and observe everything as it was happening. And, and yeah, lots of happy faces. I love how many kids came too. We had a lot of cute yeah, little were, kids. Yeah. And they got they got to do a little funny bits sometimes with Dr. Ray. And it, it was just a lot of fun. And yeah, it, really it was beautiful. Was. Uh, you know, one thing, uh, Dr. Ray is, like you say, he's so funny. And I, I was so impressed because I think after you did the last taping, we closed out. Well, no, it must have been because I left early. So it must have been at some point... And you might remember that you said you needed some laugh reactions. And without skipping a beat, I mean, there wasn't wasn't like a a quarter of a second pause. Like if somebody said, hey, Dave, you need to entertain this crowd and get some laughs. I mean, that would kind of make me nervous because I'm not like a a tell a joke kind of guy. Dr. A just goes right into it. In fact, I was telling my daughter all of the jokes that he was telling, and so they're they're so funny. I mean, he just has a very, very good gift Mm -hmm. of humor and presenting, and Dick Ross is just outstanding as well. Yeah, they're both a lot of fun. If you are one of the people that came to the tapings, thank you very much. Uh, Hopefully you had a great experience. We fed you well. We had one one moment on uh, Thursday that was a little bit nerve-wracking because we had the the 5 o'clock taping, and then the 7.15 taping, and the plan was is to have pizza delivered at 6 o'clock so that as the people were coming out of one taping and arriving for the next, everybody kind of gathers together. So mm-hmm. we, had, we, had, we had really about a 30, 45-minute time frame when everybody mm-hmm. was together. So you had really about 150 people. Yeah. And the pizza on Thursday was running late, and so <laughs> it's not I, what you want to hear when and, you have and, like 150 people to feed. And, and we had a we we ordered a lot of pizza, mm-hmm. and so I was panicking a bit because I won't I won't be be smirched the name of the company of who 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 did it because, <laughs> uh, but they they were running late, and so I'm thinking, okay, we're about to have uh, 75 80 people come out. And the pizzas aren't here. People aren't probably going to wait around forever for the pizza. They're going to leave, and we're going to be left over with, like, 20 pizzas, and nobody's going to be able to eat. So I literally went over to the pizza place and said, what's going on? Where's the pizza? <laughs> and uh, escorted the driver back over to the studio. But it worked out all right. It was right in time as they were coming out. The pizza arrived. But uh, that, that was kind of a little bit of uh, behind-the-scenes <laughs> drama yeah, there, You know, on. there's always some drama. But, hey, they seem to be happy with everything, that how it worked out. Yeah. And Dick was even like, he goes, we should come back every year. And I was like, make sure you give us a morning. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I need to sleep for a week now. Yeah, I don't know about every year, but uh, maybe but, every, every like two or three years would be nice. I think I think it's a lot of fun because a lot of people went to it the first time when he came around. And we were the first, Dallas is the first place they visited twice. So I'm yeah. just throwing it out there. Good job, Dallas Were, were we the first one for them to visit the first time? Yes, we were also the first okay. one that they ever did outside of Ohio. Yeah. And uh, we were the first ones that they came back to. So we must be leaving good impressions. Yeah, you know, I was in the car with uh, Dr. Ray and Dick and I I asked Dr. Ray, because, you know, he travels everywhere. He's been to every single state. And I said, uh, is there, like, a place that you just love to go to? And, and I wasn't trying to, you know. Fish for f- compliments. Fish for, I, I, no, <laughs> and I, I really didn't expect him to say 
Texas, I thought he'd say, oh, yeah, I went to Hawaii once, or I love southern Florida. You know, that's what I expected him to say. But he said, uh, he said, I love Texas. Hey. He said, I love, he didn't, necess- he didn't specify North Texas in particular. We're going to say that he uh, was saying yeah, that. But, but so. he, I think he, they, they, they had a great time. So. That's awesome. All right, so uh, that was the Dr. Ray tapings, and... Um, we are, yeah, again, I, I already thanked all the volunteers and everybody who helped make it possible. I sent and also email. all the people who just made an excellent audience. Oh, yeah. You got to yeah. have good. Dr. Ray and Dick said several times throughout the tapings that the audience, because there's a lot of audience participation besides laughter. Mm-hmm. They ask yeah. questions, they make comments, and I, it, they really added to, and we had some people ask some fantastic questions, make fantastic comments. Uh, there's a, they're doing a segment on every show with about miscarriage, and we mm-hmm. had some beautiful testimonies from that as well. Yeah, and it was very heartfelt. And very. I, I saw some people that you clearly had experienced miscarriage and were really having a hard time with it. Uh, I mean, not in a bad way, but just it, it, it they, they needed that segment because it really uh, touched them personally. Okay, so let's move on to the the next thing is the upcoming Christmas Sherathon, which is two weeks from tomorrow. Uh, and it's the, is it November 29th through December yes. 2nd? Is that right? <laughs> when so. I originally made the graphic, I accidentally did November 28th. And I was like, I do not need to add an extra day to Sherathon. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah, don't give <laughs> them any ideas. 29th, so it's uh, Tuesday, the 29th through December 2nd. All right. And as always, we're in need of some volunteers, we some are. meals, and uh, uh, what exactly are the needs right yeah, now? Yeah, absolutely. Do we so on Thursday, December 1st, so the very first day of December, we have the call center here in Las Colinas, and we are in need of some volunteers in the morning and in the evening. So far, I really only have about three volunteers, two for the afternoon, one for the morning. I just sent out this email. Oh, they already this responded? Yeah. Oh, I had, okay. Well, some people, some of our volunteers are so fabulous. They email me before I even send the email oh, is that out. Right? Okay. But, or they respond very, very quickly. So, yeah, I've already got three volunteers, which is great, but we roughly want six for each shift. So, the morning shift is 7 a.m. to 1 p.m., and the afternoon shift is 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. We include meals. You get a little gift as well, and uh, a lot of fun and fellowship. You mm-hmm. meet new friends. It's a lot of fun. I do pull out the Christmas hats. The Christmas <laughs> Sharathon is arguably one of the best ones to mm, attend. I'm yeah. just throwing it out there. Great food. I hope I'm like planning. I'm already in my head. I'm like, oh, I should get hot chocolate. I should, you know, it's one of my favorite ones. And I think I was out for the last one. I had to work from home because there was an illness in my family. Oh, yeah. So I actually wasn't here for it. The last Christmas Sharathon. So I'm super excited to be back. Um, And I, you know, can I, Dave, I, in my email I just sent out, I listed the reasons why people should attend this particular uh, uh, Sharathon. If you've never volunteered before, especially, um, but even if you have, uh, there, there are six reasons. You're supporting Catholic Radio. Mm-hmm. We feed you delicious food. You get to make awesome new friends. You get to wear fabulous Christmas hats. Uh, the, this will be also the last Sherathon we're going to have here in this office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like a fond farewell. If you've never seen this office before, this is the time. And did I mention food? <laughs> <laughs> That's the six reasons, right? That's the right? six reasons right uh, there. So. Yeah, that, no, I do think from a, a sentimental standpoint, uh, yeah, and not only is it the last time that you can volunteer in this building, but I think they're going to demolish this building. Yeah, so and this then, will be the last time you'll ever be in this building. Yeah, like even the other place we used to be over at Stemmons and Regal Row. I mean, you can still go in there. You could even go in the suite if you wanted to. It's still there. But this one is gone. This is going to turn into condominiums. And so... Uh, if you have uh, good memories of this office, and it is beautiful, we're overlooking the uh, Four Seasons Golf Course. It's very beautiful, but uh, do consider volunteering, and you can email KTH, KTH 
at grnonline.com, K-A-T-H at grnonline.com. Thursday, all December 1st. All right. Uh, one other thing. Uh, do you want to mention the uh, Ambassador Program real quickly? Because I know we had a meeting Saturday. Yes. And uh, give a little update on that. Absolutely. So we kind of did this soft launch of the Ambassador Program, which is a program that we had um, several years ago when we first started uh, the radio station, so long before I was involved. Um, but the idea of it is to make sure that no Catholic in DFW doesn't know about Catholic radio. So um, our goal is to have an ambassador for every dean in, deanery in the Fort Worth and Dallas uh, diocese. And uh, we had our first meeting, kind of an informational session on Saturday and had a few couple people come and are very interested in helping with this. And the goal is to have one of these meetings every single month. So if you missed that first meeting, no worries. And if you want more information, I can also send you the handbook so you get more details. And I'm happy to talk with you or meet with you separately as well in between all the times because I know the holiday season gets pretty busy for everybody. Um, but if it's something that you're looking for, especially maybe in the new year that you're wanting to do a new volunteering um, role, um, this is a great one. Uh, it's you're Basically, you're just going to help us set up parish talks at the parishes within the deanery that you're working with. You could also be a parish representative if you're like, I want to make sure all the parishioners at my parish know that Catholic Radio exists. You can help us by making sure there's always materials there, uh, helping find opportunities that we can promote the Catholic Radio uh, station. Um, that'd be awesome. So uh, if you're interested in any of those things, please feel to reach, feel free to reach out to us at kth at grn online.com k-a-t-h at g-r-n online.com again we have so many people moving in from other places and people who've just been here for years and don't know that 9 10 a.m exists and uh we're in the business of saving souls so the more people that know about it the more knowledgeable we all become and the closer in our faith that we grow and the more people they'll be in heaven so Amen. All right. Uh, just got a text from somebody saying, did I hear it right? This is the last share in that office? Yes, it is. So guess. take up the opportunity to yeah, come. Guess who it was that texted me? It uh, a while, that's like the... Uh, Scott Rogie? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's amazing that you would guess that. That says a lot about Scott Rogie. Because <laughs> well, because he always listens. So I, yeah, I always he, can he count on him. He listens a lot and he comments a lot. So, that, so thank you, Scott. I said, well, yes, it is. And I said, that means you got to come. That means, yeah, we need you here. <laughs> um, all right. Real quickly also, uh, tomorrow I am uh, blessed to be able to jump on a plane and fly out to Atlanta, Georgia, because they're going to have the red carpet event for the chosen premiere, uh, you know, the TV series that uh, is now starting their third uh, season, and it's going to be rolled out this Friday in the form of a movie. They're going to show the first two episodes in theaters, 2,000 theaters across the world, I think, uh, the, on Friday evening. And these uh, these red carpet events are so much fun. It's one of the, the I, and I, I hope you guys, and Cicely, have you ever been to a red carpet? I went to one that they had here in Dallas for one of those Christian films. I think it was Breakthrough. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was a little the, bit small. I don't think it's going to be quite to the extent that you, what you're going to do. <clears throat> yeah, they're, super they're, cool. And so all the, the actors and actresses are going to be there. And I uh, just want to just encourage people to go see the movie on Friday night. I mean, this is uh, the first two episodes. Right? Uh, first two episodes, and so we're going to get to screen it on uh, well tomorrow evening and, and watch it. And I'll have, of course, a full report uh, next Monday or maybe uh, sooner than that <laughs> if I get a chance. I was going to say you're not going to be here next Monday, so you will have to pass oh, on your full that's report. Right. That's right. I won't be here, but I'll just I'll tell you about it. Perfect. And, and also, I had a, I had an opportunity to do a Zoom interview with the the lady that plays the Blessed Mother. 
And it's interesting because I'm there, you know, doing the Zoom interview, and um, I don't know much about her faith, and they don't like us to ask those kind of questions because okay. it can be kind of awkward, you mm-hmm. know. And I and I don't think it's it's appropriate, to, you know, to sure. be prying into their faith life. But uh, she is uh, she's Peruvian, and I I, th- I thought it was interesting that she's uh, she's Peruvian, playing clearly a Middle Eastern Jewish woman. But uh, it was a very nice interview. We're going to post it up on Facebook. And uh, I told her, I said, you know, uh, know, we're Catholics. And I said, uh, other than, you know, Jonathan Rumi playing Jesus, you're the character we're most interested in. I mean, (laughs) would you agree that that's the case? I I said, you know, more than the apostles. I said, you know, there's a lot of uh, interest and attention in your characters. So, anyways, we'll put that up on Facebook. And uh, do get your tickets and go see The the Chosen Movie this Friday or this weekend if you can. And I'll have a a report uh, that I'll, I'll relay to Cecil and she'll report next week. Uh, all right. Anything else about the chosen? Um, I also will hopefully in the next few days. Probably um, my goal, Lord willing, is to uh, catch up and edit all the interviews that we did when we visited the set as well, and also in the uh, Mother Mary interview, and get those put on our YouTube page mm-hmm. so that you can see the full interviews we did with the various cast members and creators. Uh, if you want to do that in preparation for season three, and so if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, feel free to do so. You can also catch back to the Father every Friday if you do that as well. <coughs> all right, thank <laughs> you for plug. that little, yeah, little promotion <laughs> as well. All right, this is the Good News Show. It is now let's see, 20 minutes after the hour. The CPLC team will be here at the bottom of the hour to talk about the uh, Christ Child gift market and luncheon coming up on this Saturday, the 19th. And uh, at this point, I want to bring William Crookendall into the to the mix because uh, William digs up a lot of the events that are going on, um, you know, generally in the next uh, month or so that you might not know about otherwise. Mm-hmm. We have some great parishes that will... You know, email us and say, hey, will you announce this? We announce this. And so uh, that's what we want to do. I'm going to do them in chronological order to the best that I can. So I know your first event is on the 20th of mm-hmm. November, right? So let me yes. do one first, uh, William. Uh, St. Patrick Parish in Dallas is having a music and respect life ministry event called the Breath of Life. It's going to be Saturday, November 19th, which is this Saturday, 1 p.m., including an intimate choral concert um, a sacrament of reconciliation, special reception, and a pro-life information table. Uh, let's see. Um, Dan Forrest's The Breath of Life continues in the vein of his previous major works, exploring profound themes of what it is to be human. The Breath of Life ponders the beauty yet brevity of human life as portrayed in a single breath. So that sounds pretty like a unique and interesting event. So, all right, William, well, thanks for being here. And Absolutely. you've got something going on on the 20th, Indeed, uh, which yes. will be... Um, uh, Sunday, right? That would be this Sunday, yes. Okay. That is the Christmas market at Modern Day Latin Mass Parish in Irving. This is an all-day event beginning at 8 a.m. and going until 3 p.m. It's a pretty cool market. I went last year, and I don't carry a cashier card, but I, I did have people ask me, are you purchasing? And I said, because <laughs> uh, I was going around to the different tables, and they asked me, are you purchasing? And I said, uh, yes, sorry, I don't bring cash or card. But <laughs> it is a really it is a really cool market. Uh, you definitely want to go and check it out. And then again, they'll be at Modern Day uh, Latin Mass Parish in Irving from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. What day was that again? Sunday. Sunday, Sunday okay. yes. So, random, can I just real quick add a little throw-in? Um, you know our friend Victor who watches Back to the Father? Yeah. He's bringing his goods. He's going to be there on that oh, day. That right? Yeah, oh, cool. He let me know about the event originally. And so, can he uh, kind of come early and be on the show Friday? Um, hey, you can always ask him. We can always ask him. <laughs> yeah, no, so I just want, I thought it'd be fun to just oh, want to okay. throw that out there. He does leather goods, like uh, missiles and, and you, missile wraps. You're yeah. going to be there? I will be there, yeah. Okay. Awesome, so without, you have to say without, hi to Without Victor. cash or card, right? 
Uh, yeah, yes. They, they, <laughs> they, they, they love people like you. Guys that can, uh, they just kind of take up space. See, no, William goes around, around yeah, and tells his, yeah. uh, tells his uh, parents, this is what I want for Christmas, yeah, right, and this is what right. I want for Christmas. <laughs> uh, you know, St. Elizabeth Antietam Parish in Keller is also going to have a Eucharistic procession this Sunday. November 20th, it's the Feast of Christ the King. Can you believe that the ordinary calendar, uh, at least uh, the, the regular ordinary calendar, mm-hmm. I know the uh, Latin Mass has a different one, it, yeah, but, it's a little different. Uh, comes to an end this Sunday, and next Sunday is Advent. I mean, I'm not talking about ne- the, a week from Sunday, I should say, is the beginning of Advent. So, boy, it, it gathered, it, it came quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to gather at the southernmost parking lot of the Keller Point uh, the procession is going to start promptly at 2.30 p.m. this Sunday and end at the steps of Keller City Hall. Father James Flynn, the pastor of St. Elizabeth and Seton Parish in Keller, will lead the community in prayer for our city, our state, our country, ending with benediction for all present. Please join and help spread the word to family, friends, and neighbors. Okay, so that'll be this Sunday in Keller, a Eucharistic procession. All right, so that's going uh, Okay, so that takes care of that. And then let me also uh, mention that there is a... Traveling to Christ with Mary and Joseph event at St. Patrick Parish in Dallas. Save the date, Saturday, December 3rd, 8 a.m. Mass, followed by guest speaker, a gentleman by the name of Chris Mueller, and uh, he's a dynamic speaker, and he will speak about um, the gospel of Jesus Christ in a way that resonates with young people and adult audiences alike. And so... I've got this. I've got this thing that only has part of the information, so I'm kind of stammering here. But uh, it is going to be. Uh, don't laugh. <laughs> I'm struggling here, so so come on. No, it's Sorry. Gonna be, <laughs> no sympathy for me. Apparently, <laughs> have a little fun at my expense there. Uh, so, see, I see. I don't. I don't have the whole thing, so I have to kind of like cut off half of your information. Make, make up words of what it is. Uh, it's uh, a all fun right, game. So Saturday, December third. Uh, that's going to be a week from Saturday. Uh, is that right? Um, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, uh, eight o'clock mass, followed by guest speaker Chris Mueller. I don't think that's right. Actually, I think that's two oh, weeks. It, yeah, two you're weeks right. from two, Saturday. Two weeks from Saturday. Okay. So, um, all right. So then, uh, let's see. You have uh, the next one, I think. Yes, I do. Uh, the Guadalupe religious procession will take place on Sunday, December eleventh, at three thirty at Bishop Arts District and. The procession will start at the Bishop's Art District with some speeches, and then there'll be a walk on West Davis Street all the way to St. Cecilia's Church. So it's going to be about a one-mile different, uh, one-mile distance. And, okay, so again, the starting location is at Bishop Arts District, and the address is, the specific address is 408 West 8th Street, Dallas. And the ending location, again, will be St. Cecilia Catholic Church, 1809 West Davis Street, Again in Dallas, and we'll, they'll end with some music at church and a potluck for all attendees. Yeah, Father Ignacio Overa yep. is the one that's organizing that. I tell you, he is a amazing priest. He just does so much, and he's always <laughs> organizing things. He does the faith and fitness ministry. Mm-hmm. He uh, just, I don't know. He he just, and he's and he's very good about letting us know yeah. about things as well. He utilizes the radio. I really love that big public witness too. Really cool. Yeah, especially in downtown Dallas. All right, do you guys like uh, sacred relics events? Oh yeah. Do you know there is uh, one coming coming to no, the, to I the didn't. Metroplex? Which yeah. one? I didn't know that. All right, uh, here it is: Exposition of Sacred Relics, Treasures of the Church. 
I think this has come through before. Yes, they have, and they are so popular. Yeah, and do you remember the parish that did it last time? I want to say it was just recently. It was St. Elizabeth Ann Seton and Keller. Yeah, you're um, right. That's was, right. Because I did a Chris broadcast Ludwig, from Yeah, it. that's right. Chris Ludwig uh, brought that in, and you did do a one presented by Father Carlos Martins of the Companions of the Cross. Didn't you interview him? Or was uh, he there? He was there. I don't think I actually got to talk to him that day, but he was there. Okay, this is going to be St. Anthony Parish in Wiley. Awesome. And it's Tuesday, December 13th, beginning at 6.30 p.m. Um, well, they welcome you to a, to a teaching and exposition of sacred relics. Over 150 relics will be shown, some as old as 2,000 years. Among the treasures will be relics of the Twelve Apostles, St. Joseph, St. John the Baptist, St. Mary Magdalene, St. Therese of Lisieux, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Maria Gretti, St. Anthony of Padua, St. Thomas Aquinas, and do we even need to keep going after we have him? <laughs> wow. Okay, no. Dave's like, St. Thomas Aquinas, full stop. <laughs> Mic drop. No favoritism oh, at all. And also St. Thomas Beckett. Uh, there will be also be a fragment of the veil that belonged to Our Lady and some of the largest remaining pieces of the wood of the true cross in the world. Again, that's Tuesday, December 13th, beginning at 6.30 p.m. Uh, treasureofthechurch.com for more information. And you're right. I mean, people love yeah. relics displays. I mean, this... Uh, Several hundred people will go to this, guaranteed. It, they People just come out and are so excited for this. It's going to be a fun event, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It, so, See, I, I think it's actually going to be like... I, a thousand. I yeah. Well, I said several hundred, meaning up to nine hundred to a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're not, you're not quite confident to go the, to a thousand. The, but the, many, no, many hundreds. I, I know. I went to the one at uh, the Mary Immaculate a few years ago, and that was massively crowded. Mm-hmm. And I know, I believe it Kent, our engineer's wife, went to the one, and she was there for hours because there's so many people there yeah. lining up. What do What do you think is the the appeal? Um, I mean, there's probably everybody has a different reason. I think some people are probably hoping for prayers to be answered Mm -hmm. for miraculous cures. I think some people are just curious in a, not in a bad way, but in a good way, just to see what it looks Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, Yeah. and I mean, that's a lot of relics. Yeah, that's a lot of relics. I think a lot of people go for the veneration. They'll bring objects that they want to become third-class relics or, uh, you know, uh, and Mm -hmm. they have maybe intentions that they really want to offer up, and they just want all the help they can get from Mm -hmm. our heavenly friends. Um, So I know I see people coming with, like, they have the rosary that they're going to give to maybe their daughter who's getting married or who's wanting to have children or, you know, there's so much anything so yeah. it's really beautiful yeah it really is so uh, again uh, visit treasures plural treasures of the church.com for more information i think this travels around the country they're going to be in wiley at saint anthony parish tuesday december 13th beginning at 6 30 p.m and so that will be long after our uh Sherathon ends and we'll be moving towards christmas and so this is just a great time of the year i just get <laughs> so, so excited i <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, but I, I know sometimes at the stores, I went to the store yesterday and they've already got the Christmas oh, stuff yeah. out. They're playing Christmas music on Christmas oh, yeah. music now. and all that. That's a whole nother, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't, uh, I don't allow like, Christmas I, music before. Not in the house, but if the, if like our kids want to listen to it privately in their room, uh-huh. they can. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be that much of a, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, but I do, we don't play it. Yeah, not until after Thanksgiving. I, yeah, I'm very much, Thanksgiving. I don't. Yeah. I have yeah. two very close people in my life. One of them is my brother and my, one of my best friends. And I got stuck in a car with them. And they were driving, and I was in the back seat, and they took control of the dial, <laughs> and they were blasting jingle bells, and I was like, "This stop this madness!" Yeah, 
my, my, my kids know don't even ask I me. Mean, before Thanksgiving, don't even yeah, ask yeah. I me. Mean, it ain't going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, it is uh, 30 minutes after the hour. I see our esteemed uh, guests slash hosts are warming up in the bullpen over there. And uh, we're going to have the CPLC segment of the Good News Show talking about the Christ Child gift market and luncheon uh, primarily, but probably some other things as well. And so let's take a break and come back with the second half of the Good News Show right after this. This is Jesuit Father Robert McTagg, host of The Catholic Current, where we bring Christ to the world and the world to Christ. We apply timeless truths to timely topics. I'll cover the church, politics, academia, culture, and more. Let me help you find the work of Christ in our broken and confused world. That's The Catholic Current, heard Monday and Friday right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. Do you need a new branding strategy that allows you to educate and engage with your local community while building trust and credibility? Decided Excellence Catholic Media offers a very unique branding platform which showcases you as the expert in your industry. Our exclusive publications are open, read, kept, and shared with thousands of readers and communities throughout Texas and nationwide. To learn more about our powerful branding solutions, please contact Doreen Chaney at dchaney at decidedexcellence.com. That's D-C-H-A-N-A-Y at decidedexcellence.com. Do you want to grow closer to God in prayer, overcome temptation, become a better Catholic, grow in holiness in your state in life, and just want to be a happier person? Hi, this is Father Sam Bentley from the Society of Our Lady of the Most Holy Trinity, host of a weekly program, A Life Lived Joyfully, brought to you by the Guadalupe Radio Network. Join me on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays as we dive into the Catholic Daily Mass readings as the basis for this call to holiness, 3 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Eastern. Our young people today are growing up in a largely post-Christian culture, making the task of instilling the faith in teenagers all the more difficult for parents, catechists, and youth ministers. That's why, working alongside the parishes and schools, NET Ministries helps young people to encounter the person of Christ. NET's evangelistic retreats are led by vibrant, young Catholic missionaries who use peer-to-peer ministry to bring God's love to retreatants. To schedule a NET retreat today, go to netusa.org forward slash schedule. Hi, this is Dave Palmer with a reminder to download the Guadalupe Radio Network app on your smartphone. It's very simple to do, and once you have the app on your phone, you can listen to a crystal clear signal of this station, KTH 910 AM, 24 hours a day, anywhere you are. If you have any questions about our app or need help setting it up on your phone, contact me through email, davepalmer at grnonline.com. Hello, my name is Bill Mertz. My wife Liz and I own Master Tech Auto Repair in Plano. We're proud sponsors of Catholic Radio. Our family has been parishioners of St. Gabriel's and McKinney for many years. Master Tech is a full-service auto repair. From oil changes to complete engine replacement, our transmission service. We're located just across the street from St. Mark's Parish in Plano. You can contact us at 972-578-1841 or www.mastertechplano.com. Thank you, and may you have a blessed day. All right, we're back. This is the Good News Show. It is a chilly November 14th as we make our way towards Thanksgiving next week, believe it or not. Uh, hard to believe that Thanksgiving is right around the corner. And uh, every second uh, uh, Monday of the month, we are just delighted to have uh, what we call the Catholic Pro-Life Community 
segment of the Good News Show, and often Geraldine Kaminsky uh, comes in with Susan Platt. Uh, Geraldine is not here today because she's at the Council for Life event, but Susan is here, and she's brought with her Maria Machelski, and they're going to take it away. And I'm just going to kind of sit back ringside and uh, to watch you guys um, in your glory here, oh, talking well, about good, you, good stuff. So <laughs> welcome to both of you. Thanks for being here. Thank Thanks you. so much. We appreciate it, Dave. Love being here. Uh, we've had several prayer events since the last time we were here. Uh, the latest was uh, Pasos por la Vida, which is a Eucharistic procession through the streets of South Dallas with several hundred people. I think it was over 700 people mm. there. Wow. And we had a closing memorial prayer service at the former abortion center in McKinney, which was very powerful and very beautiful. Uh, so we've gone from south to north in the diocese and covered about 35 miles in one weekend. So <laughs> we are the Respect Life Ministry of the entire diocese. Diocese of Dallas. Um, we've also had an election since that time, too, uh, and I especially want to update you a little bit on the proposals that five states voted on. Uh, California and Vermont voters approved a constitutional amendment to make abortion legal through birth, uh, potentially even after birth, and for any reason. Mich- Michigan uh, repealed their protection for human life that banned abortion. And there were two pro-life amendments proposed in Kentucky and Montana that voters rejected. Um, Big Abortion has been spending more than half a billion dollars to try to convince people that abortion is a right that must be protected. But we do have, you know, on the bright side, we have estimates that over 60,000 babies have been saved in the United States since Roe was overturned. Uh, so we have to continue to pray for people to see the truth and to turn back to the culture of life. Uh, we're, we need to keep working. Our job is not done. Um, and I, I did find a, a beautiful prayer on the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops website, and I'd love for everybody to pray with me right now. Um, pray for life in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father and maker of all. You adorn all creation with splendor and beauty, and fashion human lives in your image and likeness. Awaken in every heart reverence for the work of your hands, and renew among your people a readiness to nurture and sustain your precious gift of life. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Our Lady of Guadalupe, protectors of the unborn, Pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse and terror of demons, pray Pray for us. us. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, we've got uh, a lot going on at CPLC, um, but coming up this Saturday is one of our most highly anticipated events, uh, the Christ Child Market and Luncheon, benefiting pregnant moms and parenting moms in need going to be held this Saturday, November 19th. And you can shop at the gift market from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Luncheon is from 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Renaissance Addison Dallas Hotel. Uh, tickets to the luncheon are $50 each, or you can get a table for 10 for you and your friends for $450. Shopping at the market is free and open to the public, where you can buy meaningful gifts for Christmas. Uh, you can go online to ProLifeDallas.org slash luncheon to register or call 972-267-5433 for more information. And to talk to us today about the Christ Child Market and Luncheon, we have Maria Michelski, who is the Project Gabriel and Jim's coordinator, here with us in the studio. And online, I believe we have Joanne Murray. 
Uh, she is a original founder of Christ Child Luncheon and an outstanding volunteer. Uh, so I'm glad that y'all are here, that you're going to be talking about the Christ Child Market and Luncheon. Um, so Maria, I just want to ask you, what exactly is GEMS and uh, what does it do? GEM stands for Gabriel Education and Ministry Support. It's a sister program to the ministry called Project Gabriel, and it offers our Gabriel moms classes that teach them lifestyle skills, parenting skills, and along the way they learn to make better choices through education, mentoring, and career planning. In fact, this year marks the 15th anniversary of this program. It was started by a collaboration of women, namely Patty Sherrod, Mary Ann Chapman, Carolina Salazar, Ellen Rosini, Jeanette Goodman, and Lori Hall. And um, to date, we have 56 women who have graduated from this program, and we've awarded over $28,000 in scholarship money. That's wonderful. Um, so how did the Jim's Moms fit into the Christ Child Luncheon? At the Christ Child Luncheon, we recognize these moms um, that have completed our program by having them walk across the stage, receive their certificate of completion, and award them their $1,000 scholarship to further their education. One graduate is chosen um, to give her testimony during the luncheon to those in attendance, and a portion of the funds raised during this luncheon are donated to various pro-life organizations, including CPLC, Birth Choice, Bella House, and White Rose. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, and I've, I've been to the luncheon several times, and the, the testimonies that they have are incredibly moving and powerful, and the moms that have been mentored by their Gabriel angels, uh, the relationship that they have is just tremendous. Uh, and there's so much love there and care for each other. Um, it's it's a, a two-way street. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think we have uh, Joanne Murray with us now. Uh, and Joanne, we want to talk to you a little bit about uh, uh, how you got inspired to start the first Christ child and, and what you wanted to accomplish. Uh, yes, it was uh, 2005, and um, Patty Sheridan and I were just we were going, actually going to work on the first Bishop's Dinner silent auction. And as we were driving, I said, you know, there's something else I've always wanted to do, and I've always wanted to have a Christ child event. And Patty's so enthusiastic. <laughs> she was right there um, from the beginning. We talked about it, and uh, we, we definitely had several goals. And uh, we wanted to uh, keep Christ in Christmas because, as we know, he was... Um, he was not mentioned a lot at Christmas anymore, or, or some of the other big, uh, which used to be Christian feasts, Easter and uh, All Saints Day. So we wanted that, but we we really wanted to bring people together in a small social event um, so that we could let the people who lived in outlying areas know all the things that were happening uh, in the pro-life ministries because most of these things were happening in Dallas so we thought if we could engage the people in the suburbs uh, this might be a good way to start and so did you have any problems from getting it started were, were people enthusiastic from the beginning or 
It was wonderful. It was just uh, one parish print the piece, just hand wrote the invitations. I mean, we were very uh, bare bones then, uh-huh. and it was all volunteers. Um, I was in the trade then, so I could order uh, things wholesale. I really wanted to. Um, I wanted to share all the beautiful Catholic traditions and devotions that we have, and I felt like, in a way, there was a whole generation that maybe hadn't seen them. And um, so I wanted them to become familiar with that and just see um, of their appreciation of that. So I remember that I framed 45 religious pictures. That number stands in my mind. And thinking, I I'm just know there's people who don't have these things in their homes. And uh, perhaps they were born in the late 1960s or, or later, whatever. And we sold all but four. It was pretty amazing. And... It just kind of went from there. There was a heightened interest in religious things, and people would say as they came up to check out, they would say, oh, my grandmother had one of these. Oh, oh, my mother had this. And I thought, all right, they really weren't familiar with those things. So that, that just gave me a lot of joy right there. Yeah. Uh, so what's your favorite part of the, the luncheon, the market and the luncheon? I have to say that that is my favorite part. Um I, I really received a great <clears throat> education in from the University of Dallas in art and all the statues, you know, churches, everything. And I, I love being um, part of something that shares that with people. I think that has so much meaning to them when they see that in the context of their faith. It's not just a beautiful church. There's real meaning there. It's not just a beautiful statue, you know. Um, so I, that is what I really love, and I love sharing all the devotions we have, mm-hmm. which for a long time have not been that well known in the United States. So I think that has been also fairly successful. People are embracing these, I almost want to say ancient devotions that we have, and uh, I love that. I, mm-hmm. And I love it that people um, have kind of found us, and they are donating things sometimes they have no one to give them to um and their children perhaps have enough and then they donate it to us and it it is like christmas in a way you're going through these boxes and you go oh you know you see the little old prayer books from like 1920 you know or oh, something yeah. and they're just little they're treasures and one lady in fact a couple ladies uh said i want this i just want it because it's been prayed over so many times. Mm-hmm. This is so, you know, these old statues and everything. So, so that is my favorite part, I guess. Yeah. Well, I was, I was going to ask you what the most challenging part was, but that may be not wanting to take everything home. <laughs> well, that is, it is true, you know, but knowing that you're bringing someone else, you know, to uh, just the joy of having, and it really is a blessing, I think, in their homes to have these things. I've noticed the attention that my grandchildren give to these things and ask about. And uh, uh, so I, I like that because I think, uh, I, I don't know, it, it tells them the legacy of the family, the family's long-term commitment to the faith through grandmother, great-grandmother, you know, aunts, uncles. Mm-hmm. So that, that is the, the challenging part, I think, was that you always need a lot of volunteers. And we started with very few. We have built up in... It was really getting hard as it grew, but we prayed to Our Lady of Good Help, 
which is the only approved apparition of the Blessed Mother in the United States, um, in Wisconsin, and she sent volunteers. It was just, it was almost <laughs> miraculous. I mean, we were, I was expecting eh, maybe five or six, you know, the usual. And the door just kept opening and people kept coming in to the first volunteer meeting. And it's been like that. It has, yeah. it has been like that since, because um, we had that first meeting, the donations and just, uh, we're, we are very blessed. We really mm-hmm. are. That's amazing. Uh, our, our lady always shows up when you ask for help. Um, yes. <laughs> So there's she's some, very reliable. Yes, yeah, she is. She's the most reliable volunteer we have. I know. So, uh, so there's so many parts to uh, the Christchild Market and Luncheon. There's the Cook's Nook. So you can you mm-hmm. explain a little bit about what that is? That Patty Sherrod, who is a fantastic baker and cook, um, she just said, "Hey, why don't I just make up some little sweets and breads and pies and cakes?" I mean, there's nothing she can't do and she just she did it all herself she she that was her cook snook and she filled it (laughs) and uh we sold everything everything and that's been very special we've uh, we've always done well with that it it was so large you know the pandemic sort of shut things down for a while but it's really good this year we've gotten some new volunteers there again the blessed mother came through on that and patty's got some great bakers and I I don't know I I like that and there again it's it's a personal touch the homemade you know mm-hmm. the very special things they do so uh, that's that's I think uh, important and of course then the silent auction happened because we were receiving donations from people that said well you know I have something like that would you be able to use it it just kind of started very casually and Jackie Crawford <clears throat> who was helping it sort of ended up in her lap she was in that section of the room and she, you know, it became a silent auction back there. It was, it was pencil and paper, but now it is, it is large and it is, it's really great to go through those items and, uh, you know, you're getting to buy them for, no matter what you bid, you're getting to buy them under value, shall yeah. we say. So uh, that's, that's another very good part of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things there and so much fun. Um, there's a raffle. There's also a gift market and I know they're independent mm-hmm. vendors. Yeah, and and they are wonderful because we we wanted to have a kind of a special market. We didn't want it to be just um, commercialized. We didn't want it to be just stuff. Uh, the, the goal was that people would be able to buy meaningful items either for themselves or as gifts. And so that's that's really kind of where we're heading with that. And there are... It's not that there are not things for the home. It's not that there is not jewelry, um, but it's not. I used to be in the trade for a long time, and there were always so many jewelry booths and and things that women would end up buying for themselves. And I thought, no, you know. But I will. I want to advertise our books because we received this very large donation of books, like over seven hundred and something, just wow. massive. And they all look brand new, and they are on every Catholic topic. If you want to read about Catholic history or you want to read about the saints or you want to read about the Blessed Mother and on and on and on. And <clears throat> so we have all this and we're selling them for $3. I mean, those books are worth a lot, some of them. But it's a wonderful way to build your Catholic library. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, and there again, it's spreading the faith, you yeah. know. And it, it's an opportunity to buy books for gifts and and also with the home altars that are very popular now 
I think, uh, especially among the homeschool moms and dads, they create these little home altars, and they can buy you know things for that. You know, it, it's a teaching thing, but it's also um, something they do devotionally together as a family. And we have a lot of very inexpensive items <clears throat> for that. So. There again, that's one of my favorite things, too. Yeah. Well, and one of the things that you mentioned to me the other day when we were talking uh, was uh, about the independent vendors, that that they have meaningful gifts, that it's not just mm-hmm. stuff, but yeah. it actually <laughs> some, has some thought to it, uh, that you, you get that present for someone that you yes. love for Christmas, something that yeah. they'll remember and, and yes, I, I think, you know, like there's the Holy Land, and then there's people that have like natural soaps and things they do. It's all about, uh, what would I say, healthy living and uh, good things for your home, mm-hmm. you know, and for others. Yeah, and uh, and the, you also have baskets? That, we have baskets. That? That's how we use a lot of, that was just happenstance, you know, something that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were getting a lot of little items, well, obviously... They can't all be in the silent auction, and sometimes their value was too small for that. Um, even, but so we started making these baskets with all these little things. We have a, a health basket, we have a garden basket, and we have a um, a personal grooming and spa basket, and then we have little Advent baskets that are full of things to do as a family. You know, prayer for Advent. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes on and on. There's a golf little golf basket. Uh, there's a baking basket. There's lots of little Christmas baskets. Um, so that's, that's fun because that gives us the opportunity to use a lot of our donations. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. So don't ever think you have anything too small because (laughs) it's not, there's a way we work it in. Okay. So that sounds like great fun. I can't wait. Um, so you can go to the the market. Um, it starts at 9am. You can shop and then you can go to luncheon and, um, see the, the gym's moms graduate, uh, mm-hmm. From the program, uh, so uh, Maria, I was going to ask you about how how does Jim's change the moms' lives? What effect wow. does it have? Um, a lot. Yeah, we have some great transformation stories of moms, and I'll just give one as an example. A woman who graduated, um, I think it was three years ago. She was at the time twenty three years old. She had two other children by the same man and became pregnant with a third, and he wanted nothing to do with it. So he took her to the abortion clinic, was willing to pay for the abortion. Um, when she got there, she had no interest in hearing the baby's heartbeat nor seeing the sonogram. She was just interested in the abortion process. And um, when she left there, she found two women on the sidewalk, one of them being Joanne Underwood. And um, her boyfriend said, no, don't go over there and talk to them. And <laughs> she did. And um, Joanne, you know, talked to her and gave her some options, and I think that's what she was looking for was another option. Mm-hmm. And um, she was given it to her that day. Joanne took her over to Birth Choice, and, you know, they took care of her. And then she was introduced to our GEMS program, and she was in that program for two years. She, um, she had a, a very rough, you know, time of it, and at times, just like a lot of the girls that go through the program, they want to quit. Mm-hmm. Um, it becomes overwhelming. Um, they have a lot of life's challenges thrown at them that they don't feel they can handle. But, but through the GEMS program, they are given a mentor, which is a Gabriel Angel that's a volunteer. 
um, and they help them through those challenges and walk with them in their journey of their pregnancy and their early years of uh, raising their children. And uh, she wind up graduating from the program, and she is now a registered nurse. Oh my goodness! So yeah, that's so, wonderful. So we have a lot of stories like that, and it's you know it's very encouraging to those um, who are involved in the program, you know whether it be the moms or the angels, um, because angels are a vital part of our program. They're the ones that are, you know, we couldn't exist uh, without their help and their support in helping these women to realize that they are valuable children of God and they do have a purpose and they are valued. And a lot of them have very low self-esteem, but once they go through the program, you can see the flower that blooms within them because they receive that strength that we all try to provide to them to show them that, hey, you can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's very rewarding to everyone involved. It's amazing to me the, the extent of the, the uh, classes that you have for Jim's moms. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's from, wide range. Yeah, wide range. What prayer? Mm-hmm. Uh, how to check your oil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all those life skills, parenting skills. Yeah. You know, um, that they need to to know to be able to function independently and provide for their children financially. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, their spiritual life. This mom talks about that in her testimony um, about how you know her faith was challenged and strengthened by going through this program because she realized that there were so many people that were a part of this program that helped to support her emotionally um, and help her to realize that she could do this. Mm -hmm. And like I said, a lot of them want to quit. Some of them do, and then they come back after they realize that, hey, you know, I can't do this on my own. And these are uh, women or a family that they can call us that will help them through that because a lot of them don't have family support. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um so what what got you involved in the first place? Wow, um, I'm going to say my briefly. <laughs> my, yeah, my personal involvement was due to my personal uh, adoption. I adopted my twin daughters at birth, and that just really led me to um, feel that I needed to pay back some mm-hmm. way. Um, and I looked to the birth mom who chose life for my daughters as a gift to me in my life. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like I needed to help those girls that, you know, are in that situation and are doing it alone Mm -hmm. because it can be overwhelming and very scary. Yeah. Well, I'm, I have a a special place in my heart for adoption because I have two sisters because their birth mothers decided that it would be best for them Mm -hmm. to place them with a family. And, uh, I wouldn't have them. Right. Um, Exactly. I just had my brother. <laughs> no, I love him. I love him. But, you know, it's just there's a special relationship between sisters. Yeah. Uh, so that makes makes a huge, huge difference. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, and thank no problem. You, love uh, to be here. Joanne, for, for being a part of, of our, our show today. <laughs> uh, remember that the luncheon is this weekend, this Saturday. Go to ProLifeDallas.org slash luncheon to register, or you can call 972-267-5433 for more information and come shop and buy something meaningful for the people you love for Christmas. Um, 
And also, save the date for the Roe Memorial Mass in North Texas March for Life. That's going to be Saturday, January 14th, 2023, because our job is not done yet, folks. We need to walk together. All right. Thank you very much, Susan, Maria, Joanne. Thank you for having us. And, of course, all that information is at ProLifeDallas.org, ProLifeDallas.org, if you want to go visit the website. That is going to do it for this uh, episode of the Good News Show. Thank you to William and to Cecil as well. Uh, please pray for Diane Xavier. She's a little under the weather today, and uh, we hope that she will be back uh, very soon. And what else? Uh, Shirathon begins two weeks from tomorrow. If you would like to volunteer for either the 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. or the 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. shift on Thursday, December 1st, please email kath at grnonline.com. I think we're still looking for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to be uh, donated. Those typically fill up real quickly. But uh, if you want to do that, that same email, kath at grnonline.com. God bless you. Have a great rest of your Monday. Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show. I'll bet you know by now that Amazon Smile is a great way to support your favorite charity. And supporting the Guadalupe Radio Network while you shop is easy. Step one, just start off at smile.amazon.com. Step two, choose La Promesa Foundation as your charity. La Promesa Foundation is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio Network. And step three, enjoy your shopping. Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase to the La Promesa Foundation, and it doesn't cost you any extra. La Promesa Foundation and Guadalupe Radio Network, thank you. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.